Y'all, it's time. House of the Dragon is back for season two, and so is the official Game of Thrones podcast. Okay, it is hosted by Greta Johnson, by Ryan Condal, and Jason Concepcion. And I personally, I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that mm-hmm. I can't wait to dive into the discussion of the mess that's to come. House of Dragon Season 2 is going to follow up on all the things that are already taken place. If you haven't heard on the podcast before, you know, King of Cirrus, fully dead, and now we're going through drama because he said that his child, his daughter, Princess Rhaenyra, was the heir, but her former friend Mm -hmm. used to be homegirl who decided to then clout chase and fuck her damn daddy and have a whole bunch of little raggedy ass kids and stuff decided to scheme and plot or whatever so that her little raggedy ass blonde baby could be uh, on the iron throne or whatever so it's up now the dragons are out fire is being breathed and I can't wait to see what happens and to judge them all and if you're into that watch the HBO series House of the Dragon streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Game of Thrones podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcast. It's coming soon, girl. You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself in the seafood department. Look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farm Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. And I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Bright light. Um. Wow. Okay. Animal Farm. Animal Farm. <laughs> I don't know it. Bright, bright light, light. Bright light. You gotta. Okay. Give me. First another. of all, that was something that I just came up with in seconds because I did not have anything else, and this is the first thing that came to mind. Which means that really, it should be incredibly easy. Gremlins. Don't watch movies. The Gremlins. Yes. Thanks, Google. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, I got it. I am uh, Ron Stoppable. Okay, and I am the Lady Gamecocks. Sure. And this is the read. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, first for us, right? It's a little different this week because I don't see you. So, right, you are clear across the country in another time zone. It's five o'clock here. Oh, wow. See, it's knocking on my bedtime over here. So it's actually quite warm. Uh, the sun is out every day. Rub it in, my nigga, because um, it's just kind of like a gentle breeze that kisses you on the right places of your skin and just says, Welcome. I mean, are you telling alive. me that you're not coming back or um, <laughs> that's what this feels like? Chances at this point are pretty slim. Mm. Um, I actually went to a great fish spot earlier today and met some. It was actually called The Fish Spot. Um, <laughs> if you're ever in Mid City, so I suggest you go and check it up. Um, it was fantastic. But the people in there were from Brooklyn. We found out Asante and I, and they said that they had just come out here for fun once and ended up opening a shop. And here they are. And the wow. fish. 
That same pasta good? that I had was smacking. So I don't think they're going anywhere for a while. See. So that inspired me to start my own journey of never coming the fuck back. So, I mean, and it was 50 degrees and raining all day. So I can't congrats. Um, so you have <laughs> that. I don't blame you. And um, yeah, so we'll start. Okay, well, fine. Do we have a Black Excellence this week? Sure do. Black Excellence this week goes out to a young lady by the name of Afoma Whitethorpe, um, a 17-year-old senior at Morris Hills High School in New Jersey, Jersey. (laughs) Uh, This remarkable... (laughs) Whatever. This young lady uh, is a champ in many ways. First of all, she um, has been accepted into all eight Ivy League schools, Stanford as well. Wow. Well, go ahead then. Um, that would be Brown, Columbia, Dartmouth, Yale, Princeton, University of Pennsylvania, and Harvard. And then Stanford also said, we want a piece too. Um, uh, Afoma is... Oh, she won uh, the National Selma Speech and Essay Contest, which is the first time that I had heard about her. Uh, And then it says here on ABC that she also spends her free time doing community service, volunteering at a food bank, a homeless shelter, and for the American Heart Association. I read that she also aced her AP courses, and she's just an all-around academic beast um, and inspiration. And she looks kind of like somebody would have, like, had like a really cute teen sitcom about her on like BET or like UPN or something in the early 90s and the late 90s or early 2000s and it would have been like really cute and like inspirational and like uplifting for young girls and also been like a FOMO (laughs) you know like something (laughs) like a cute little jingle or something like there goes a FOMO again oh she sounds like an angel congratulations yes that's amazing Go From check right out her story. Right, right over there on the other side of things. Know. You know, I never go over there and see you girls because. Yeah, no, it's the shadowy place. I but no congratulations to, to her. Okay. It's well, yeah, so congratulations to her. Oh, also Black Excellence. This is really fantastic. Uh, 19 companies have pulled advertising from the O'Reilly Factor. <laughs> Companies like BMW, Mercedes, Benz, (laughs) Hyundai, Hyundai, Credit Karma, Allstate, Wayfair. Damn! Wayfair, I was... Anyway. These are some big names. Um, And that's just, you know, just a few, because I don't feel like sitting here and reading all of them. But the point is... Money gone. uh, The New York Times reported... Was it this past weekend that five women have received settlements from Fox, Fox News totaling $13 million Jesus. after making misconduct accusations against wow. Big Bill. So while you were so worried about mm. Maxine Waters' alleged James Brown wig, you should have been worried about holding tight to your own. Okay. <laughs> Not to mention all the shit he done said about rappers over the year. Bill O'Reilly has I mean, been he's, like, yeah. he's, he's a, been a big dick. dick, like just a massive dickhead. So this feels great to me. I just want bad things to keep happening to him. Amen. I'm having a great time. No, it's a blessing. So, um, <laughs> this weekend, Six Sad World. This weekend, Six Sad World is a fun one. It is. <sighs> Mm, I was going to do a Mama Joyce quote, but I can't think of the best one. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's a lot to choose from. 
the weed out here is great. You can't hold anything against me. Like, so I don't you're have high as shit right now. Oh, no, okay. you shut your mouth. Anyway, so <laughs> you probably had edibles and weed. You I had my business, out. is what I had. And you had I yours. knew it. You've been eating all kinds of treats. Anyway, so let's start with these topics first and foremost. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Of course you do. We're about to get into all of the reasons that that happens when these listener letters get here. Like you're treated to something special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers and, you know, imagery of what a perfect partner could look like. But then you get ignored and overlooked, ghosted, if you will. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to that. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free 5G phones when you join. Get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued, unlike that person who's left you on red. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metroflex plan. Let's move on. Um, today is uh, 4-4, which is the anniversary of Beyonce and Jay-Z. And while I don't particularly care too much about that, mm-hmm. um, happy anniversary to them as well. Um, the story, though, Beyonce-related is um, they are saying that this Lion King movie. Oh, that's where this was going. Donald Glover, we know, already has been cast as the voice of Simba. Mm-hmm. King James Earl Jones <laughs> will be Hold reprising on. his role as the late Mufasa. And yeah. just to remind you, I will be in the theater weeping. I know it. Loud and openly and that's fine more than once Mm -hmm. but they're saying that beyonce is the director's first choice is the voice of nala 
I'm sure she so far, is. I mean, why, duh, that's mine too. <laughs> Shit. Um, so far, nothing official has been uh, made or happened, decided. Uh, but I just feel like Beyonce needs to do it, and I feel like she's gonna. Unless they hmm. just don't give her the mo- the coins that she's looking. Yeah, I don't think receive. they have the budget for Beyonce. And I mean, it's Disney. They absolutely have the budget for Beyonce. Well, do they have the money? Yes, but will they actually allocate that much money to Beyonce? I don't really know. I feel like and, they should. I mean, I think it would be great if she did do it. Like, I think her voice would be perfect for it. Like, she kind of has this really sweet, slightly high-pitched, but not too high-pitched voice that would be really great. And I loved her in that other animated movie she did. Epic. What was it? Epic. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one that I spent like $20 to go see. Because also, New York City I think we is saw a that fucking together. lie. That, yes, because it was 3D. And I was like, am I really spending 20 some odd dollars on a fucking movie ticket? Yes, but, we did. And then yeah, we watched and, it. Right, so it's not that... Right, I think she'll sound great. I think she'll do a great job. I just don't think Beyonce is going to be interested in this. Like, I just don't think she's... I think she's going to pass and let some younger girl or somebody who would appreciate such a big opportunity come through. Beyonce is nothing but, if not gracious, like, she's always willing to give more to the others. So She needs, you know, she did the epic and Blue Ivy gets to watch the epic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this point, the the next generation of Amazonian goddess, warrior, princess, slash mm-hmm. prince, whatever is going to happen there, I really feel like it's going to be two girls. And she's just uh, fucking with us. Although a boy and girl situation would be great. Whatever. She's just going to have her kids. I know why yeah. I'm so invested in the gender of them. Whatever. I mean, Blue might just be tapping B on the shoulder like, let me do young Nala and you can do adolescent Nala. It's fine. <laughs> like We can right. go in the booth together. I'll do the, the earlier parts, you know. <laughs> I mean, Lion King, first of all, is legendary. It's classic. The movie is legendary. It's classic. It it's is. beloved. The stage uh, play musical, whatever you'd like to call it, is also classic and legendary. This live action remake, granted, they don't just uh, like abuse and just destroy, decimate every like the entire history of it. I still think that it's also going to be classic. If not, it's definitely going to have numbers just for being Lion King. So right. Beyonce Lion King with the original Mufasa mm-hmm. and Donald Glover. Right. I think your stand has to wants happen. to see this. Right. And the, the <laughs> twins are going to be like, why does this lion sound like my mama? Like she knows she has to do it. Just like, so just do it. Uh, we gonna see friend but I don't think so we talked about this on Instagram live last night and discussed who would be some other people who would uh, do voices and um, we got some great suggestions uh, everything from uh, Chance the Rapper Zazu and initially I think that oh, someone yeah. suggested um, who was the first suggestion it was terrible I don't really remember <laughs> Jocelyn I don't remember Somebody oh else. god um, there was also um Hmm. Oh, Jesus and Mero was Timon and Pumbaa. Oh man. Uh, Nene I'm, Leaks I'm as either. Pride Rock. And <laughs> you ain't shit. Mm. I said Leslie Jones as uh, Whoopi Goldberg's hyena. I think it was Shenzi. Okay, but who's gonna be Scar? That's who I thought you was going for with Nene. <laughs> oh hell no, Nene doesn't deserve. Pride no, Rock Scar is, is iconic. Scar, I mean, I felt like Indris Elba, but Indris Elba already did Shere Khan mm. in the Jungle Book. Yeah, um, it's too similar. Maybe. Damn, that's a good one. Mahershala? 
Mahershala Ali, you yeah. think so? I think he I mean, <laughs> that man could literally do anything. Whatever he could put he out wants. an album of him reading cereal box labels. And I would do like. So let's talk about how I saw Jesse Williams at the Grove yesterday. You are so, so fucking famous. We <laughs> famous. What? I just I happened. He was just Jesse there. Williams at the Grove. This is Los Angeles. <laughs> you just see people. Yeah, we were no, at the fucking Grove because I needed some things. And... I don't know. We were just like standing in the middle of this shopping mall place. that's really pretty mm-hmm. and deciding like where we're going to go. And out of the corner of my eye, I see him walking. Now he had on like, this is so stalkerish and gross, but he had on like, <laughs> like a hood and glasses. So immediately I'm like, leave this man the fuck alone. But at the right. same time, I'm like, Oh my God, it's Bay. And so before I could even say anything, like, Asante and I have a way of spotting uh, the prizes at the same time. So as soon as I saw him, Asante was like, is that Bay?" And I was like, oh, my God, it is. And then I just kind of started tossing him around and shouting, act natural, and making a complete scene. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you. But there was no actual interaction with him because I decided to, you know, leave that man the fuck alone. To chill And out, allow yeah. him to be great and hope that my presence didn't ruin his day. But I just thought that that was something that, you know, it was like a story I should probably share. Um, he's great. Um, of course he's awesome and yeah, <laughs> I thought you was going to say that he recognized you and he was like oh Kid Fury no I absolutely immediately turned my head so that my face or the glare from my sunglasses didn't aggravate him and then I just tried to get everybody <laughs> else to be in accordance you know you're so considerate of your man of... that you don't actually know it's very sweet of you <sighs> well next story um <laughs> I just don't know why I picked this. Tamar Braxton was being shady to her sister on Instagram. She posted a photo of Tracy with the caption, (laughs) happy birthday to this real life beauty queen, the real Tracy Braxton. Have a fantastic day. And I love you more than you will ever know. And she immediately posted a photo of her with big old frame from Arkansas that says, when it's really your day, though, hashtag happy Tamar Braxton day margaritas and shake shack on deck what so i guess the arkansas uh ballroom scene i don't know who in arkansas like arkansas okay uh, that's it's like some group in is arkansas. it wait i was gonna say what is this so like the state of arkansas i don't know what it has like arkansas are you are you okay for it? Because I'm trying to figure out like is it like this like was the mayor there? I don't know anything about this. I'm not trying to be shady. I just Arkansas oh. has a Tamar Braxton day. Why though? <laughs> right, so now you see why I'm trying to figure out how this works. But what a bitch when it's really your day though. Like and, wow. And the really is an all caps. Right, right. It's an all caps. Like what a bitch. So her nephew, who I don't really know. If this is Tracy's son, I'm assuming he is, uh, left a comment that said, low key, petty as fuck, auntie, shaking my head. And then she leaves an extended uh, explanation that basically says, Jesus, I didn't mean anything by it. Just saying that I really have a Tamar Braxton day after I imagined it and said what I would do. 
Block party soon to come on my Remy Ma shit because there is no shade or harm meant by this post. But Arkansas did recognize me on this day. So why shouldn't I be grateful? I love my sister and I'm happy to share another birthday with her. And then the margaritas and Shake Shack are still on deck. Right. But like, bitch, you knew that that was going to be considered shady because it was a fucking rude thing. to it say. It was shade. It was. Right. It was. There was nothing about that that wasn't. There were so many different ways that you could have said that if you wanted to recognize that you have a Tamar Braxton day. You said when it is really your day, all caps. Right. Immediately after you said happy birthday to her. Right. (laughs) And then hashtag happy Tamar Braxton Day, like just in case we didn't get the point, like fuck my sister's birthday. It's really my day. And she does stuff like that all the time. And then wonders why people call her rude and shady and petty. Like, bitch, look how you act. I mean, they shade each other a lot. But Tamar is usually either she's on one end. (laughs) like She's either (laughs) shading someone or one of them is shading her. Like I That's never true. hear about them, the other ones coming for each other. It's I, it's Tamar versus. And that's so, what happens when you always the one kicking up mess. You are always in it. You'll I never hear say. about Tracy versus Tony. The show. I down. never. I'm never. <laughs> and I just feel like you know it's sad because even if I could not stand my brother, y'all would never know. Like <laughs> you would right. never ever know because that's my business. It exactly. Is. But anyway, hopefully, you know, they, whatever. They're sisters. It's family. They'll figure it out. Whatever. Who cares? Not Just me. a mess. Just um, a mess. Karuchi is still trying to get Chris Brown to um, grip onto these papers, these mm. restraining order documents. Um, it says here that she has now hired a private agency to locate Chris Brown after... <laughs> <laughs> After law enforcement has failed to serve him and he has refused to allow his attorneys to accept service papers on his behalf, according to reports. How can you do that? I don't know. I guess you're allowed. I don't really. I mean, it seems like if you're going to get served, then whoever represents you legally like can receive or should? these hands. Right. I don't. Huh, I guess. Um, there was a court hearing set for this week, but it had to be pushed back because Chris Brown still doesn't have the papers. So I guess at this point, this means like, you know, they're probably going to get somebody who looks like Masika or Lovely Mimi or somebody to act like they want to sleep with Chris Brown and then be like, yeah, nigga, bye. You know what I'm saying? And like, you can't do anything about it if you're mad because it's a girl. So you already in enough trouble with that. So. Like at this yeah. point, they're gonna hire a bottle service girl or exactly. uh, uh, what are they? A process server in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Send her over to BCBG or wherever one of these play Fashion Nova and get her into a nice, sickening little number. Yes, and have them pockets them uh, documents right up underneath that uh, yes. third love bra. That's really. <laughs> She going to BB because BB going out of business anyway. So right. she has to rack up on the 60% Absolutely. off and all that shit. As long and then as... she going to Chris Brown's house with a bag of Coke and a mission. There it is. You're getting <laughs> these papers. Like, you just, you go, you're one way or the next. Of that. Yes. This is happening. 
So there's like, that. It's still a restraining order, regardless of whether you sign them or see them or not. You still need to stay the fuck from around me. Like, that's still... I'm sure they issued her a temporary restraining order anyway. Yeah, she's like, got that. Immediately, right. But so. she's she's been had that. She's trying to get, like, a permanent one. Like, don't you ever. <laughs> and now he ducking and dodging it. Wow, this yeah. nigga... My, I'm confused because it's like, you don't have to you know what i'm saying you could just leave her alone you'll be right. you'll still have everything that you right. need except her or want except her you know but that's exactly how abusers act i know but it's like let it go bro you know it's not gonna <laughs> yeah like it's not like karuchi was paying all your bills and without her you just gonna be out here lost like at, drifting it's like at this point won't you come? <laughs> you know how like when when in church, like in the end of service when they try oh, the and say, "Won't you come?" Like, is won't there you, one? Won't you just come on down and the just let has that put go? On my heart. Because what are you? There's anyway, seven people in here who need to be saved. The Lord told me. Meanwhile, he is in the middle of his party tour, um, which I don't know how that's going or not or anything, but. It's good to see he's keeping himself busy, I guess. And Carucci, on the other end, has the Claws show that's coming out in the summer. And I saw hey. some promos for that earlier today. And it actually looks like it's kind of, like it might be kind of interesting. Mm. I mean, I had already decided to watch it because I love Niecy Nash. But it looks kind of like. Oh, right. That's the one you told me about. Yeah. It looks, it looks like it's either going to be good or it's going to be awful like you have to watch the little promos they're putting out for it it looks like it might either either like be really really lit or it's gonna be like what like spring breakers yeah hmm. well i mean good luck to karuchi because it's it's time for her to she's clearly trying to distance herself from chris like officially and permanently and get her own thing going so i'm all for that whatever it takes for you to get away from this nigga i support it even if you do another sharknado or whatever <laughs> You, you do what you have to do. Need to do that again. <laughs> you do what you have to do to pay them bills, Karuchi. Huh. Hmm. Let's see what else do we got here. Wow, it's really called the party tour. That's because this song is party. But does he have an album out? I don't know, but I, guess I know he has another song called Privacy, and it was one of those oh, you know yeah. semen in your nostrils. Yeah, I've actually heard like. it. It so, was sent to me. <laughs> I just didn't like that. Someone was like, you should listen to this. And around the part of, I would love to fertilize your cervix. Ah, you're going to run from this dick. Ah, I was like, right. oh, okay. wow. Not, what? <laughs> I'm too old for this. Um, okay. Alicia Keys. <laughs> Alicia Keys, um, this past Sunday, apparently tweeted uh <laughs> oh god oh god did you hear about this uh no i did not so alicia keys no posted uh i don't know if i should start with the photo or with the, okay i'll bleed up so the tweet says our strength is in our differences our power is in our diversity typical education we are so beautiful all of us when we see each other we see ourselves <laughs> what that means i could probably spend a couple more, min more minutes trying to decipher it uh, but it all went over my head because i didn't try yeah the problem with this 
is that she then posted a photo of uh, an allegedly Muslim woman in now I think it's pronounced niqab. Okay. Um, um, oh, I do not know how to say that word. I, you know, try my absolute best. The H-I-J-A-B word? No, not that. That's oh. the, no. This is almost like, it's not like a burqa because a burqa is like when you're covered from head to toe and you got like a little bit of mesh or something over your eyes. This oh, is niqab. like, is that how you say it? I don't know how. Q-A-B. Yes. N-I-Q-A-B, whatever. We ignorant. The point is, she posted this photo. And it's this lady in that with her leg out. Like, her leg all the way up to about the middle of her thigh is sticking out with, like, it seems like a ballerina shoe. Um, Almost kind of like... You know, in cartoons when somebody would stick their leg out when they needed to hitchhike or something. I don't know. That's what the picture looks like. So um, now, again, very clearly, as you could tell listeners with my struggling of the pronunciation of this word, I don't know enough about this um, to really comment too heavily on it. And clearly neither does Alicia Keys because she got into a shitstorm of trouble over it. First, oh, that's her in the niqab. It can't be. I refuse to believe that. Oh, I think it is. No, it isn't. I because I've never to... seen anybody in one of those with their legs showing. I've never seen it either, and I just decided to leave this alone. I didn't want to get too heavily into it. I did, like, Google oh, the God. word, and yeah. I read a little bit more about it. But again, that was, like, earlier today, and I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know shit that I don't. But what I did know immediately from looking at the picture was that people mm-hmm. were going to be pissed. No. So. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I think that's Alicia Keys in that. I refuse I really to believe that. Like, I mm. won't accept it. I won't have it. No, nope. she did mm. it. Because that's no, cause just taking it too far. <laughs> there's nope. no Muslim woman who would put on it. I don't. I really do not think there's a Muslim woman alive. I even this picture. zoomed into the eyes and was like, is that? No, mm-mm. she's wearing lashes. Alicia Keys doesn't wear lashes anymore. <laughs> like, I'm trying to. I can't. You don't I won't allow believe it. it. I can't. Because that is even worse. Like, it would be one thing if you saw this picture on Tumblr or something like that and was just like, ooh, I feel so deeply about this. You oh, know, no. the the Jupiter is in alignment with my chakras and my moon sign it feels warm. And so I'm going to tweet about, <laughs> like, I feel like that is what happened because I won't place myself in the position to believe that Alicia Keys wow. put this on and stuck out her Mm. beige leg in a <laughs> in a ballet shoe and said look at me i am woman we see when we see each other we see ourselves mm. no see, she didn't this isn't no her. no i think she did friend <laughs> no you're gonna have to I, no, do more no i'm sorry i really do because like i said no muslim woman would have done this none with sense and I think she thought, oh, well, my husband is a Muslim. You know, I could do I'm pretty sure Swiss Beats is a Muslim, right? So I can um, do whatever I want to. It's fine. Know. You know, this is part of our, our our shared culture now or whatever. I'm not sure what she thought. But if she wanted to protest Trump in this Muslim registry or just, you know, talk about how we need to quit being shitty to Muslim people, there's a million other ways she could have done it other than putting on these people's like very traditional and religious clothing and then hiking up the leg like, like what a little bit fuck? of Muslim like, and then a little bit of American whore. <laughs> like, oh no, girl. This is not it. What? So, 
you know, on one end oh, of things, no. you have people who are pissed for her romanticizing the oppression of women who are forced to wear these things. And then on the other side, you have people who were pissed about that in that leg. And the fact that um, in many places, women are punished uh, with lashings for things like that. Lashings. Yikes. Oh, I'm just now seeing the whole picture where the woman is wearing ballet shoes. Yes, you didn't see that part? No, the first one I saw... No, the first one I saw caught up off the knee, so I just thought it was like a bare leg. Oh, no, I told you. She's got her whole leg out with this ballet shoe on it. But again, I Googled it because it sounded so ridiculous. I don't... It's not even like... It didn't feel like a sexual thing about me or like, look at my thighs. It just felt like, you know, it almost seems like a photo of like rebellion, like, ha ha ha, I do what I want. But it's like, Alicia... Even if that could fly, why do you feel like you're in this position to do it? It just, I, it doesn't, everything ain't got to be deep. Sometimes you could just get up and be like, hey, y'all, I hope you're having a great day and love yourself and yeah. have a glass of water today. And just post your no makeup selfie <laughs> and let that be there. That's all. <laughs> like, that's it. That's, you know, nice. You know, Like, everything doesn't have to be poetic and, oh, my goodness, art. Yeah, I just, I really hope that's at least an actual Muslim woman who chose to do this and not Alicia Keys in that, or not costume, but in that niqab, because I feel like that is just. I refuse to believe it. I won't. Alicia could tell me it was her and I'm still going to say you're lying. You will be like, nah, bitch, it wasn't. I won't. I won't allow it You got hypnotized. Mm -mm. Mm. I make fun of her and I laugh at Alicia when she's being ridiculous, but I'm not going to let her go out like that. No, you didn't. (laughs) Shut up. You didn't do it. Mm, Mess. (sighs) Last but not least. Okay. Lots of fun stuff going on over at BET. Um, Apparently. Here you go. Stephen Hill. Uh, director of programming over at BET for quite some time uh, has reportedly been terminated mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, executive producer and head of original programming Zola Mashariki. Um, now Stephen Hill, I believe started at Viacom and was working with BET since like 1999 um, and then I think Viacom acquired BET in 2000. Yeah. Um, then slowly but surely things went to shit. Now, the reasoning behind this is a little all over the place. But what I keep reading, Zola apparently didn't even hear about this or she claimed she wasn't aware of this or whatever until Deborah Lee, CEO, decided to come forth and say, so these two ladies aren't working here anymore (laughs) um, in a matter of speaking. And so she came forward and says, you know, I don't know what this is about. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in December and I've been out of the office and on medical leave since my first surgery on February 6th. She says that they knew that she was supposed to be coming back to work April 11th. Uh, You know, granted everything was fine with her surgery and she was progressing and feeling, you know, up to it. Um, And so I guess it's supposed to be left field. She says that her job is protected by the family medical leave act 
and she's got a contract in place and I guess she's going to take action or whatever. There you have yeah, it. Yeah, right. I'm a little confused about trying to fire somebody while they're on FMLA. Now, what I've been reading is that they planned on firing Homegirl prior to her diagnosis or her medical leave or whatever anyway because of her, you know, performance at work. Um, And so she should have seen this coming or whatever. Like, they're basically saying that her being fired and got nothing to do with her being on medical leave or having cancer. She was going to be fired anyway. Um. Mm-hmm. And now the the weird part here, or how Stephen Hill comes in, is because they are reporting that he apparently was trying to access uh, Zola's medical files and was in meetings at BET questioning whether or not she even had cancer. Wow! No and way. somehow that got back to uh, Bob Backish. Who is uh He's CEO major, of yeah, the CEO of Viacom. And so Big Bob said, both of y'all can go. And <laughs> that's how we're here now. I also read some other stuff that's supposed to be more scandalous about Steven and how he's just a horrible person and right, right, right. But I don't know about any this whole thing sounds maybe a little bit closer because it would mm-hmm. explain how you know, if she was just going to get fired or that's what they say she was going to do or what have you, then that was just going to happen. And I guess that would kind of explain why he's mixed into it. I don't know. I don't understand. It's messy and it's all over the place. And that's no surprise because it's BET. Oh, damn. And it's a shame that shit shake down like that. But I mean, maybe that's true that, you know, they were planning on firing this lady before she went out of the office, you know, on FMLA anyway. But like... But- the woman's recovering from breast cancer surgery, my nigga. Like, she was coming back to work in like two weeks. You could have just waited till April the 11th and been like, hey, girl, hope you're feeling better. You feel better no shade, man. but, you know, um, you might want to file for that Cobra because can't I'm ever let come you go. Back. Like it just it feels illegal to terminate somebody's contract while they're out on federal leave. Well, BET reportedly feels quite confident that uh, she can kiss their ass, apparently, because they yeah, say I mean, that they didn't do shit wrong. And that's probably true. I'm sure Viacom's lawyers looked over everything sure and was like, mm, no, nah, we can definitely let her go. You know, that's probably the case. I'm just saying for if if for nothing else other than the optics or just because this lady is laying up at home recovering from surgery related to cancer like, not according to Stephen maybe y'all could see and that's just a whole nother is that rumor or is somebody like actually back in this is up? where I the, I've been reading this all over the place so I cannot say that this is true or not but they're okay. not giving first it started as oh Stephen Hill is leaving BET for reasons unknown then it was homegirl got the ex then it was oh well it's because of he's got discrimination lawsuits against him then I heard this from everybody else so right. I don't know what it is and I'm, I honestly don't care. All I know is that this gives them the opportunity to do something great with BET in terms of programming. <laughs> That's because what they've got this. right now is shit. I know they got there. You know, the girls love being Mary Jane. I could live without it. The quad. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't watched Rebel, so I won't judge. But they don't have like. 
BET used to have mm-hmm. programming that was important to, and I feel like helped to cultivate different facets of black culture in real ways, in honest ways. Teen Summit, Rap City, right. Free and AJ on 106 and Park only. No 2.0, 3.0, no 2.5, none of that. Mr. 106, none of those. Mm-mm, no Friend shad AJ. Bobby Jones, you know, like we had <laughs> even Sita. The girls can be mad at Sita all they want to. But first of all, whoever the voice of Sita was, I can't tell you that I remember, but she was very clearly a comedian. She was hilarious. And everybody knows a Sita. So to watch this computer animated black chick that you know who's either your sister or your mama or your auntie Sita or your best friend Sita. I used to love Sita. Sita I really was did. Fantastic. She couldn't survive care. on TV today without the thing pieces and the petitions. Sunday's best. Sunday's best. That's a good one. Was a good one as well. Um but Did yeah, I just that? feel like they had stuff that was really like about the fact, again, I'll say it, the fact that like Fran and Shameless Maya don't have a natural slash health and wellness show on BT. Mm-hmm. The fact that BT does not have one <laughs> is just a fool. It doesn't make any sense. It's such a huge market in our community. Why don't you have anything that's like, you know, saying they don't. Right. It's just like they want to do little things that they think are. Like, they're trying to focus on original programming and shows and stuff that are like, oh, look, so we got a Stomp the Yard show, and ooh, we got a modern-day Foxy Brown, and oh, we got, you know, a game spinoff. Because that's what yeah. being Mary Jane feels like to me. Just yeah, the game in an alternate universe. I just Pretty much, like, <laughs> I feel like they're trying to find their footing, and, may, and they're definitely moving in a better direction than they have been, you know, previously. But yeah, maybe oh, this yeah, is for time sure. for them to get some new blood in, especially, I mean, this is Zola lady no shade i never heard of her but Stephen hill i know was the president of bet or no is that is that a what was Stephen hill's title at bet whatever it was he was he was i see now that's what the, that's what i thought she was but he was original definitely running shit so oh got original you. programming oh we'll see now i see why she was gone because, because <laughs> oh, well, you know what girl, let me well, not do that girl Still, though, y'all could have waited till the lady came back from FMLA to let her go. Now, that's fucked up. If she found out through an email from Deborah Lee to everybody who worked at BET. Sitting like, at way, home in the bed <laughs> trying to recover her Blackberry, like, from a life-altering, uh, terrifying illness. Right. And it's like, like, oh, now I'm jobless for whatever reason or the I'm next. Job. Like, at the right. least, you could have waited for her to heal up and be able to, you know, get up off of her ass and come into work. And be like, right. so girl, you feeling That's all right? That's fucked up. We got you a couple of mints and a juice. <laughs> <laughs> we went and, right um, around the corner to them little machines. You know, they got so them much. little pop machines at Viacom where you get yourself some seltzer water. Or right. Like, can we bring you something else? This no, is just janky. No? Okay. Well, yeah, but, that's fucked up. But yeah. like I said, if it means that we'll get better programming and actual stuff that will serve the community and have us looking great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just at least doing something that I feel like we can be proud of. I don't really feel like I have any reason or need to watch BT. I don't feel like I'm missing anything on BT at all. And that Mm-mm. just blows. You know what I'm saying? I'd love to be yeah. like, ooh, got to get home because they got me. Well, I think a big part of the problem is that, like, no matter what great ideas they might come up up with, you still got to run everything past some higher level white men who think they know what 
urban youth want to watch or whatever. So maybe they don't totally have the freedom to do the sort of things they want to do. Like everything gets greenlit by somebody higher than you. So maybe that's been yes. what's holding BET back, but yes, but- it just ain't been the same. Sure. I mean, whatever. I just really, whether the programming ends up being great or not, I've got loads of stuff on TV right now that I can't even keep up with. So I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So did you see this Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial? Why would I ever do something like that? (laughs) You have to watch it if only because it is so fucking terrible, my nigga. She's like, she's like modeling in a photo shoot or whatever. And she sees this random crowd of people outside protesting. A protest is the setting for this Pepsi commercial. And so she takes off her wig, hands it to like one of two black girls in the whole commercial. Nice. Goes outside, daps up a man with cornrows, hugs a Muslim woman, (laughs) all this shit. And then, you know, they face in a line of police officers. And so Kendall Jenner, white savior, walks up to a cop and gives him a Pepsi and the cop smiles and everybody celebrates because that's how you end discrimination and oppression. (laughs) With Kendall Jenner High and a fruit can of sore. Like just you, you a, have to watch it. A can of sugar and Kendall Jenner. It is Who so knew? bad. The, the Pepsi don't have no black people in the room. My None. God. It is so bad. What an ass idea. I never want to see damn. it. I just God Googled damn. it and I'm looking at like screenshots of it and I know I'm not watching this. It's like <laughs> when you s- <laughs> why do you want us to hate y'all? Like just leave us alone. When she walks up to the cop and gives him a Pepsi. And like, Who, whose idea was it? I can't even smiles, fully blame her because she, you know, intellect. I don't know how far that goes with that young lady. You know, I wouldn't say very, but right. somebody at Pepsi had to have been like, yes, let's put this on television. And that person should be slapped open hand. Yeah. This is why y'all need to hire people of color to be not just your assistants and stuff like that, but actually executives, people in the room reviewing content and saying, no, this is awful. This is racist. Go to go to uh, Dre's job, Dre's firm on Blackish and hire them niggas. Let me tell you, so Dre and Charlie would have took a look at this Pepsi ad and been like, do you want? all of Black Lives Matter and Campaign Zero and every person of color in the country to like boycott your product. It's just, it's totally tone deaf. So yeah, watch that when you get a chance. all of the protests this year with celebrity performances (laughs) that are sponsored by Pepsi. Right. I I can't wait. And when have we ever seen Kendall Jenner out protesting Never or talking about life. what matters? Like, oh, of all fucking people, God, ugh. I've seen Kendall Jenner go to church on Easter Sunday with her stomach out and bell bottoms <laughs> like she Daphne from Scooby-Doo. While her sister got cleavage popping and shit like that. Y'all wearing body con to Easter. What a dumb Bunny ears and shit. Oh, I can't. Nah, fuck it. Fuck all of it. Fuck everybody involved. That's all I've got for hot this shit topics. Whatever. (laughs) Break. Let's just move. Okay. Hey, y'all. These days, most of us are meeting new people online through the apps. Yes, it's me. I'm on the apps. I've been trying out a lot of them lately. And I have to say... There's something about that Hinge. First of all, Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. The whole point is that the girls want you to find somebody and then get off of it. And they have these great prompts 
hinge prompts to help you show off your full personality and connect with somebody who appreciates you. Now, we know Ligabiga Tigga Month is coming up. Kifira and I are both on the Broken Wrist community. And Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters specifically better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibilities. These prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. And they have quite a few of them. The first time I knew I was gay or... I feel proudest of who I am or my chosen family is the best at. For me, um, you know, one of the Ligabigatiga prompts that I chose to answer was the one about connecting to my community. I connect to my community by, first of all, doing this show. You're welcome. Um, but also through volunteer work, uh, through donations and by having a good time at Pride and making sure that no matter where I go, I show up as my full authentic self. And if you don't like it, you don't have to have me there. So that's just one of the ways that I like to use these hinge prompts to kind of give people an idea of who I am and what I'm about. So you already know before you message me, like I already see what type of time she on. If you're interested in meeting somebody new and getting rid of dating apps, then download Hinge today and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. They're right there waiting on you on Hinge. So go download it today. Get started. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. But guess what? You really don't have to wait. You can get a therapist right now through Talkspace and start working through some of the things that have been going on maybe in your past or just things that are holding you back now in your present. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. But getting started is the most important part. Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. The best part is you can have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. Talkspace can help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. As a listener of The Read, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com read and enter promo code SPACE80. So to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com read and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash read, promo code SPACE80. Go take care of your mental health. Okay, so we're back and it's time for listener letters. Yes, send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We just may read them aloud on the show. We got um, an update from the lady last week um, who was emailing us about her sister-in-law's graduation at Liberty and Trump is coming to speak. Yes. And all that. So she sent us... Um, A response and said, before I heard y'all's response, I was texting my sister-in-law about the ridiculous hotel prices for that weekend. And she said that graduation morning, I can hang out with her mom because her mom is not going either. That was all the pass I needed because if her own mother isn't phased about not going, there's no need for me to be. So dilemma solved, but I wasn't going regardless of the information about her mama. (laughs) LOL. Thanks again. Love y'all. I'm glad it worked out for you, sis. But you're right. I wouldn't have set foot on that campus on that day. It just wasn't going to happen. No matter the fuck what. All right. So our first question this week. Hmm. Let's see. There's somebody asking you about a vanilla fleet recipe, but I had a feeling you would not want to read that. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Here's a question from Jeff. You know, Jeff. Jeff is Jeff. And he cool. said, I recently got back into watching Sailor Moon and I remember Kid Fury talking to Crystal. Oh, no. <laughs> talking Crystal into watching the series. 
Oh, I remember that too. <laughs> oh my God. I was wondering your thoughts on either the original anime or Crystal, if you've seen both. I also wanted to know what Kid Fury thought about the new dubs of the original anime that are on Hulu. I personally prefer the original voice actors from the 90s show, but it's still good. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. So, uh, what? So, so have you seen the new dubs of the original? Wait, anime? the other question was for you. Well, no, it was for both of us. Um, your thoughts on either the original anime or Crystal? I don't know if that's like a a version of it. Oh, I'm not sure yes. what that is. The new one is called yes. Sailor Moon Crystal. Mm. Okay, so um, I prefer the original one. Um, I just liked it better. I don't know. Maybe it's because that's the one that I watched when I was a kid and I grew up with it and I've known it my whole life. Mm-hmm. The new one is uh, pretty to look at. It looks more like the manga, like the book, um, like the drawings or whatever in that. Um, I can't watch it in English. Usually I don't care. I'm not one of those people who feels like, oh, my God, anime is only good in Japanese. Or I don't give a shit. Like, if I can get through it, great. Um, right. But... It sounds so stupid uh, in English, the new one. Like, it sounds so, so dumb. Um, oh, kind of like the new Powerpuff Girls on Cartoon Network. It just, I hate it. I can't do it. I don't like the way, I won't get used to it. So, no. Um, but it is nice to look at. And I like that it's shorter. Like, they're getting through the story, a lot of the story quicker than they would have in the old ones. Because anime that I watched when I was growing up, it took them like, like 30 episodes, like a whole season of scandal to get to one fight that you knew was going to happen from the, like the second it started it was like, right. or, or to get through it or for Goku to finally show up and help them. Like, so that's hmm. the best I can give you. Well, I don't really know because I did try to watch Sailor Moon. I found a bunch of them on YouTube and it just, it took so much for me to suspend reality and get into that show. <laughs> just the the main one the sailor moon girl she just was always doing the most and she was so obsessed with tuxedo mask and she She was like 14 or 15 right no and i get it but she just she was just so annoying i just wanted to slap the shit out of her although it did get better once they when she met like other sailor moon hoes and like the the lesbian ones started coming the lesbians ones ones. (laughs) started like flirting with each other and shit and so i liked oh yes and then the queen of the niggerverse queen barrel queen of the niggerverse i love that they actually called it the niggerverse it wasn't the niggerverse (laughs) It might as well be because it sounds just like that. So, you know what? I might go back and watch Sailor Moon all over again. You just, do just that. Just to get into it, I'll find out what Sailor Moon Crystal is. Just Both so of I them can, are on Hulu, the new and old. Just so I can answer the question. So, thanks, Jeff, for that. Our next one comes from hmm, a woman. Well, Lord. Oh, God. Some of y'all are really going through some shit. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> so here's a question from she calls herself a lurking black woman what 
Um, she says, my sister and I saw Furious Thoughts live in Dallas. It was amazing. Nice. I'm in a little bit of a pickle, though. I've been stuck on my ex for five years. It was an embarrassingly short relationship, which which makes this all the more awkward. Our breakup <laughs> wasn't that bad, but the aftermath was horrendous, and I indulged in one too many vices and even gained about 50 pounds. I've tried everything to get over this guy, including moving to the other side of the country. My friends got me to try dating again, but to be honest, I can't really get into it. I would find someone nice, but after a few months, I'd go missing in action. After a while, I felt bad about ghosting on these decent men, so I stopped. During this time, I got a master's degree and did a fellowship in Ethiopia. I got a new job, right? (laughs) I got a new job that I love, lost the majority of the weight, and I really feel like I'm in a good place. This past weekend, I was in the same city as my ex. Uh And contacted him about meeting up. He told me he was busy, but that maybe we could link up. I was so excited and thought this was my chance to get closure. But of course, I never heard from him again. To be really honest, I was really hurt and still in a bit of a funk. I want to get over him so badly, but I don't know what else I can do. I don't want to be that creepy, lurking ex-girlfriend. I'm not sure how he feels, and I've caught him lurking a few times, but I think it's safe to say that our feelings aren't mutual. I need help to move on. Any advice would be appreciated. Love a woman who cannot stay off her ex's Instagram. Hmm. Girl. So they broke up five years ago. And I think it's pretty safe to say that they didn't date anywhere near, you know, five years worth. It wasn't five years worth of a relationship. So what do we have for her? Let's call her Helga. Oof. Gee, that's a... Hmm. Hey, Arnold ass name. Um, <laughs> well, I can't really pronounce her real name, and I feel like she would not want me to say it out loud. I guess, you know, you're going to have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw a screenshot of the new Mama June, and she looks like she's on uh, that movie Ants. Um, oh, after her gastric bypass. She's ridiculous. She really the... is. You know, you're probably going to have maybe to block him on Instagram or something like you really need to just uh, condition your mind to think that he's dead. <laughs> or maybe like not like dead, like, you know, no, like, that helps. like missing. <laughs> that like helps. he got sucked into a wormhole and he's never coming back. Whatever it takes. Dead is fine with me. It always works for me like dead. So you never like are going to see him again. It's never going to happen. You have to just commit to you know the fact that that is done it's not going to happen nothing's coming out of it and you're better off you know doing bad all by your damn self so that Mm -hmm. you can rebuild whatever confidence you need in yourself to date if you want to and date or have like a healthy, you know, and happy relationship or whatever. But that shit ended five years ago. It didn't last long, as you said. So it wasn't meant to be. So let it go. I don't know what's so special about him. It's probably dick because it always is. But mm, most men have one. So you just like, or you can just, you know, use other things. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you. What is it? You know, like, I don't. I'm trying hard not to say get over it because I really hate when people say that. Mm -hmm. But it's something that you really have to just say, look, that shit is not going to happen. And keep this in mind. If it wasn't that long, Mm -hmm. then you probably didn't even really get to experience what it would have been like to really be with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because... 
She didn't say how short the relationship was. No, she didn't. She but she said, said it was, it was a re- embarrassingly relatively sh- embarrassingly short. So I'm guessing less than six months. All right. So that ain't shit. In the, like in the grand, <laughs> the grand scheme, scheme of things, of your life. it's nothing. And it like you really. I won't say that you don't know anything about him because you've still known him for all of those years or whatever, and probably spoken to him or whatever here and there. I don't know. I don't know. But there's a great chance that you would have ended up in a relationship with him longer. Or even if you had gotten back together, there would have been a moment where you would have looked at him and been like, I actually hate you. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't, (laughs) you know, know that at this point because we didn't spend enough time together or we didn't really get to, to that phase in a relationship that, you know, I would have known this, but I don't know. Yeah. Like sometimes you, that relationship may not have even been what you thought it would have been in the long run. And it wouldn't have because it's done. So just let it be done. And right. if you're let in a great place, then don't let a nigga stop you from being in that great place. <laughs> like girl, they're all over the place. They're in all kinds of, of shapes and sizes and colors and things. I mean, and Dick fashions. is beautiful girl. Dick is literally everywhere. There's, there's a surface. And it's overrated. Penis. No, <laughs> it can be probably most of it is most overrated. of them are because the thing about it is, it's just you have to sometimes remember that sex is intimate it doesn't mean that every person you have sex with should be like so what are we drake poetry it's just something that enough of it or maybe even just one time in the right way is just like ooh, this person Mm-hmm. Is, is, what is this? So, or that one who just knows what he's doing? What? Ooh, okay, so <laughs> mm, you have broken down all of these walls. My walls <laughs> of vulnerability. <laughs> and so now it's like now I've already oh, I've made myself vulnerable to you. I've you know I've done the most intimate thing that I could possibly do with you. It's not like. You know, and I have feelings for you and you just right. leave or that's just over. A lot of people have trouble wrapping their head around mm. that. But nine times out of 10, girl, the nigga just wasn't for you. And you'll yep. go out and find somebody else with some dick or with some puss, and it'll be great. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you it'll never be know. Because you never know. So... Oh, girl. Well, I think my first thought is there's something about this man that you are romanticizing, that you are remembering as being way better or sweeter or like something maybe that you thought was so nice that you'll never find it in anybody else. Yes. That isn't the case. (laughs) Yes. That just isn't it. No matter what, if if he treated you like with the utmost respect and always, you know, did the most and was super chivalrous and all that, you can find that again in someone else. Like whatever quality it was that you just can't get over, even if it is amazing dick and like massive rolling back-to-back <laughs> orgasms every time you know no, always assume it you could have probably picked her mom up from like church every sunday or something he's probably like a really like a sweet guy right he probably was yeah he had no problem going to church yeah and he didn't care if it was communion sunday right. and y'all baptist so he's y'all was in there for three man. and a half hours Doubt on super bowl it. sunday he thought it was great so. yeah right but you can find that again um, in another man. So I would say first identify what it is that you are romanticizing about him and yes. then try to work past your feelings on that and realize that you can find that in another relationship. I had 
probably the first girlfriend I ever had when we broke up after our like six and a half years of dating I was just like really devastated and I ended up seeing a therapist because I was just like I could not get over it and I was depressed and all this and she said that what you have to do is like mourn your relationship like like how you, like how you were saying you know act like that nigga died like, like yeah. for real though your relationship really did die and it's okay for you to mourn that death that was a loss in your life and it is perfectly fine for you to you know go through your feelings process that like maybe you're trying to tell yourself oh i shouldn't feel this way about it so you just don't ever really confront the feelings or you feel like oh we'll get back together so i don't even have to worry about you know processing a breakup because it's just a matter of time before he sees that we're supposed to be together or something like that. And you just kind of have to accept that it's over and then deal with the feelings that come from that. And if you're still having trouble getting past this man, then there is nothing wrong with using Talkspace or somebody else to find you a therapist or counselor, someone who can talk you through this girl. <laughs> and no, they do not pay us to do all them extra no, we're just <laughs> name drops. Like, we're just stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying because like seriously my therapist I only saw her a few times maybe four or five times something like that but she helped me out tremendously in in getting over that breakup as far as like just feeling like I could pick up my life and move forward in that so but also can I say please don't feel like you're like like a freak of nature and so irrational and stupid for feeling this way and like out of your mind and like why do I feel this because I've absolutely been there trying to mourn a relationship and being like what is wrong with me am I going to be like this for the rest of my life over a nigga like what what right what is it going to take and you know for me it was one you know small specific thing but it took years and so yeah and that's fine you gotta do what you gotta do but girl yeah start with just imagining that he's dead and knowing (laughs) that that shit wasn't gonna go nowhere anyway so let it Mm -hmm. go like yes one day you will meet somebody or maybe but you know the goal is to find a relationship where you both feel the same way about each other and and you're just gonna have to work through the feelings you have about this other relationship before you can be ready for another one so good luck to you our last question comes from vladimir who says that's a fake name this is more of a question for kid fury but crystal please chime into in my city there's a dude going around calling himself the dl detective He has a Facebook group set up where he basically baits and exposes quote unquote straight men around the city as being gay or bi. He'll get a guy to come to his house or something and secretly record or take pics of him there. Then when they find out, he threatens to post the video if they don't give him money or other things. He claims he's here to help women who've been dogged, but it's obvious he just does it for personal gain. The crazy thing is girls come to him all the time with requests to expose their baby daddies or boyfriends, but a lot of the time he just does it for the hell of it. I'm not in the Facebook group and have no desire to be, but I've seen videos on Tumblr or Twitter where these dudes will be crying and begging, asking him not to expose them, and it's really fucked up. One of the most recent posts on his page was a guy I went to high school with. I'm not sure how he's still baiting people because it seems everyone knows about him and who he is. Recently, there was a post going around that he finally got caught and beaten up for exposing these men, but I don't think it really happened because he is still posting videos. Even though this guy is usually right about these men not being straight, my question is, how do you feel about other gay men publicly exposing men on the down low? We see it all the time with celebrities and public figures. And while I'm all about living in your truth and being honest, I'd never try to force somebody to come out or publicly embarrass them. Thanks, guys. Love the show and cannot wait to see Furious Thoughts this summer. Uh, Vladimir. Well, you know what? <sighs> 
there's just got to be something severely wrong with you, I think, if you are dedicating any amount of your time to doing some shit like that. Like, it's just sick and it's weird and it's thirsty and that person is probably really broken and fucked up and past needing his ass whoops probably needs medical attention because I just don't see what there's nothing about that is that is like, oh, well, I'm doing this for y'all. It's not your place to. You know what I'm saying? Even Mm -hmm. if you're talking about some old trifling ass niggas that have, you know, a girlfriend or whatever, and they running around doing their dirt, that's awful. But it ain't your motherfucking business to be going around like you're somebody's motherfucking uh, Nancy Drew or whatever and be trying to lure people into your candy bird sex dungeon and try and put them on Facebook. Like, (laughs) for what? Natural candy birds sex dungeon. For what? And you're allegedly... uh, blackmailing people so i don't even know how you are legally still doing this like what i don't really i don't understand how this person hasn't been reported or like how i mean i doubt law enforcement gives a shit i really do i doubt they care at all i don't know where you are okay well i mean i don't really know if there's anything that can be done you know in terms of that but all I can say is I've never heard of this person before. I don't know anything. I'm not really surprised that there's somebody that would do some dumb shit like this, but I just feel like being on the DL is has so much to do with the place that society has put us in as men who may be attracted to anything besides you know a cisgender woman if that yeah. makes sense you know like we we placed ourselves in this not ourselves because i ain't do shit but we you know are in a position that still you know fucks with us especially uh men of color black men especially uh from certain areas of the country and world and so to prey on that and be like, oh, well, I'm doing this for sisters. You're not doing it for no motherfucking body. Like, right. leave these niggas the fuck you. alone. That stuff is always going to come out. I'm a firm believer of what is it? What goes out in the wash, come out in the rinse. Whatever the fuck <laughs> it is like the that. auntie yeah. say. I believe that shit wholeheartedly. But I just would never. I, I don't know. Mm. It's something wrong with people. Yeah, it's something wrong with you if you get your rocks off on, like, exposing other people and humiliating them. Like, it's... I know there are a lot of LGBT people who don't have a problem with outing others or exposing them because they feel like, you know, this is who you really are and so you should be honest about that. But people live different lives from, you know, you. And so people have a totally different set of circumstances, different family situation, different job. You know, it's just not your place to ever say, oh, well, this person deserves to be, you know, exposed for who they really are. It's just a fucked up thing to do. So I could, the only time I'm ever really okay with outing somebody is when that person did something to you, like to you directly. So soliciting people, and I mean, even that is probably not like okay to do. I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, oh, bitch, that's problematic because it's not okay to retaliate that way. Well, listen, if you fucked me over, then I'm not gonna feel bad about telling your secret. You can kiss my ass. But soliciting people 
to like for the purpose of taking pictures and videotaping like they're doing something illegal or wrong like I feel like that's the fucked up part about it like at first I thought this was kind of like it sounded like to catch a predator you know how they would have like a 19 year old girl talking about oh you want to come in for some cookies yes. and lemonade you know that type of shit when they would do that on TV and then come in like uh you're you're on TV like we all know who you are but those people were trying to have sex with children like that's an actual criminal activity. And so you answering an ad posted by a child. Yeah, that's one thing. But this is just like, how do you really find joy in humiliating people who clearly are carrying around something that hurts them a lot or they can't feel comfortable sharing with the people closest to them? Like the fact that there are videos of men like crying, begging to not be exposed in that way that breaks my heart because that's really shitty. And you could just leave people the fuck alone. Like you don't have to do this. I don't know anything. I just Googled it and I read this uh, headline that says um, DL detective responds to getting shot after exposing to a little man online. And apparently he uh, was exposing the pastors and oh, God. things of that nature. It's just no, like, God. bitch. But uh, Markeith Rivers, apparently that's his name. I, I mean, past the stay with shooters. I don't fucking give a fuck. But I just feel wow, like you are doing cute. what you want to do because you want to do it. You're not doing it to help anybody or save anybody else. That's not your motherfucking place. Yeah. It's not your business. If people are doing dirt and they're doing wrong, yes, that's fucked up. And people should be honest with others that they include in situations like that if they're going to deal with those people. But if they're in mess, you splashing mm. around and mess with them just makes you messy like you're not gonna go and create your own pool of mess and drag them into that too and be like look how clean i am no you just as messy and down low and dirty as them so have yeah. a great time and hopefully keep your life i don't know you seem like you're playing a game but i'm not interested and don't think that i am the type of queen who's gonna sit up here and be like oh yeah i totally see what you know i don't give a fuck about you or your well-being i'm mad because he's not even cute with this quick weave, like, this is not even, this nigga is not even fine. How are you even getting anybody to show up in the first place? Because a lot of men that are on the DL don't give a fuck. A lot of men that are on the DL will take what they can get because their their desires for sexual contact with men are always, like, you know, suppressed. They can't go to the fucking club and mm -hmm. just be, you know what I'm saying, scouting for the baddest nigga in there. You know what I'm saying? They can't just have their face all over any ass app and just be opening pics and stuff like that. So a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? If you want to fuck or get head or something like that from a guy, you gonna take what you can get. Mm -hmm. And niggas know that and they prey on those types of guys. Now, if you're getting your rocks off from trade because you want to and you're minding your business, my that's you do you i don't care what you look like size shade weave whatever get yours you know what i'm saying but if you're doing it specifically to humiliate people and hurt them and like fuck up you know their relationship or whatever that ain't got nothing to do with you you're just as messy you're not nobody's motherfucking superhero you ain't no gay x-man bitch you ain't legion shut up wow and the number of people in these comments who are like Oh, I'm sorry he got shot. I hope he gets better and keeps I'm exposing not. these niggas for lying. Da, da da da. Like really? Of course they don't care. You just say how y'all like, feel though. Like because we're in a place where you know the DL man is everything. He's basically just uh, an incubus or for AIDS and 
you know, Mess, he just yeah. walks around with nothing but lies and I mean, but do we secretly hate breathes men? fire? And so women, you know, it's it's true that you never really can know. There isn't always one specific thing or sign that's like this nigga is gay. You know, the right. it can be anything, anybody. You know, there's not one specific thing that's going to be like, that's it. Until you see a nigga with his dick in another nigga's mouth or something like that. There's no giveaway. Yeah, that's pretty pretty clear (laughs) at that point. But so a lot of women would be like, shit, well, I don't know if it's mine or, you know, because he spends a lot of time at the gym. And, you know, him and his homies always (laughs) playing ball. Do I have some deal, detective? Can you hit up? It's just Lord. Because huh, your man like possibly also being attracted to men would be the worst possible thing on earth. Not to say that you had, I mean, if you decided yeah. you wanted, you want, you did not want to date a guy who was bisexual or I don't know if it's asexual or pansexual. I don't know which, I think it's pan, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one where you're just attracted to like vibes or spirits and yeah. not necessarily genitals. Yeah. Anything but heterosexual. <laughs> if you have the desire to date who you want to, in my opinion. However, to sit up there and it's like it's like women a lot of women are paranoid over the idea of their man possibly being bisexual because oh my god I gotta go run and get tested because Tyler Perry said so you know mm. like I just whatever <laughs> but straight men leave y'all with kids and STDs all the time every man, day if a man really wants to keep a secret he will so and well and he would probably not well not well but I mean, right. Not always super well because men usually do let their penises make a lot like, of the decisions. Usually terribly. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's fucked up regardless. Like, And that young man is going to build up some really shitty karma that comes back his way. Uh, and maybe next time the bullet is going to take care of the job because you just can't be out here foul like that without something foul eventually. Like who hurt you? you? Who, right. who really hurt? Get right. to the root of that. And I mean it. Because yeah. this is this is is sick and it's unnecessary and it's fucked up. Even if those guys are fucked up too, and no reason for you to be fucked up with them. It doesn't make any sense. Amen. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be back. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm getting married today. I'm also a firefighter and first responder. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I can make it to my ceremony to start the next chapter of my life. When you see flashing lights, remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down. All right, we are back, and it's time for the read. Um, it is. First of all, I forgot to mention this new Kendrick Lamar song, Humble, in oh, the yeah. uh, topic oh, section. Lord, I'm glad you did. I actually love this song a whole lot, but it's been under fire from lots of women who are PO'd um, by a couple of lines in the song. Now, I heard TMZ was clickbaiting people saying that, you know, the little bitch thing he says in the hook was supposed to be misogynistic. I don't believe that that bitch was directed towards women. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) But whatever. There is a line where he says um, something like, I'm sick and tired of the fucking Photoshop and show me something real. Like, I don't remember what he said at first, but then he said... um, asses with stretch marks Mm -hmm. um and lots of ladies felt like who the fuck are you to tell me what the fuck i need to look like for you bitch (laughs) um and that seemed like the general um i guess feeling or perspective from those angry ladies um i thought you know Mm -hmm. i didn't really so uh, 
I would be speaking from a place of privilege to say that I don't get it. So <laughs> you know, I thought that he was trying to be like, hey, you don't have to have the Kardashian filter on your Snapchat. I think you're hot anyway. But I guess it's yeah. not about that. No, I just want clarity, isn't. so I'm not ignorant. <laughs> it really isn't. And, you know, I'm... I. I heard about this and I immediately saw the issues with it, but I just do not have, you know, I'm out here in Donald Trump's administration. I just don't care that much about what Kendrick Lamar is saying. Like he's real. He gives me real ho-teppy vibes sometimes, like kind of like, you know, yeah, I like, you know, like feminism is cool or whatever, but don't forget the black man struggles. And, you know, like I feel like he's one of those black power people who really centers like cishet black men. Yeah. I think the the real issue with it. Was that, you know, the lyrics are all, you know, I'm tired of Photoshop. Show me something natural like an afro. And, you know, I want to see stretch marks and all oh, this. that's what he says. And then the girl is like <laughs> loose curls, thin, super light skin, you know, like very traditionally pretty. And someone who is still extremely beautiful, like even without makeup. So it's kind of like if you were going to tell us, oh, show us the natural, you know, this, this, this. Show me your you know, yo, I woke up like this, then why not show a woman who doesn't already fit, like, every standard of beauty that we have for women of color? Like, you could actually show someone who risks something by going outside without weave and makeup and, you know, whatever else. Like, I I get the issues with it from a feminist point of view. I just personally did not really care. <laughs> got it. Well, That's that gives I'm... me a bit... Because I felt like I got the majority of it, but I still, like, I felt like I was missing a link there. Right. I mean, that and as helps. a man, we really, as a man, we just really do not need you to tell us what, what to, to look, look like. like. Right. When men are the ones who created these impossible beauty standards for women to fit into in the first place. So it's like, just shut up. We just I don't really need it. like the song. I mean, right. No, that's the thing. Like, the song still knocks. <laughs> and I don't care. Like, we played it out, and I'd be bopping right there. Like, hey, da, da. you know, I see the issues with it. It's just not something that I feel inclined to devote my energy to. All right. Well, let's do these reads then. Do you have one? I do. And it is about your fave, Rachel Holazal. Fucking bitch. (laughs) So this bitch is on a press tour for the book she wrote as a not black woman, Um, you know, in this country. Uh, But because she is not black, we are actually paying attention to what she has to say about blackness. And that is shade. And I don't care if y'all take it that way or not. But Rachel did an interview with, I believe, Salon.com talking about how in 2017, it is easier to be transgender than transracial. I hate her so much. And said, Caitlyn Jenner's story came out almost simultaneously with mine. And it was this kind of comparison. What's not similar is the stigma right now. (laughs) There was stigma in the past for sure. And that still perpetuates, but there's more stigma for race fluidity than gender fluidity right now. And I don't think anybody would deny that. It goes on. She continued to say there was a time when we did call transgender and even gay and bisexual people crazy with mental health issues and all these clinical terms just stigmatized and rejected them. Maybe we will evolve and grow and racial fluidity will be a thing in 20 years. And she hopes inclusive inclusivity expands to all people of all stripes. (laughs) Oh, God. So, you know, I cussed her out when this story first broke back then because 
I knew, and one of the things I addressed back then was the parallel y'all was trying to draw between being transgender and being transracial. I hate, like, okay. No, she's actually the worst. I hate her. I would love to just be here and be like, how much do we hate Rachel Dolas? <laughs> you know, I have just all day. <laughs> right, we could do that. I mean, because she's up here in these Dookie Brown braids, and I'm just like, no edges at all. I mean, there's no baby hair situation at all. Like, this shit is at the root of her fucking scalp. It is just white scalp and then braids sprouting from it. Like, what are you doing? And every time I look at her, Every every time I'm like, who thought she was mixed? Like she must have been going to these meetings in bronzer, you know, with her hair set in rollers had and all this. To like, be. Had to have been. But like I said a couple years ago when we first did this, yes, gender and race are both social constructs. But race as a social construct, the way it is constructed means that you cannot move back and forth just because you feel that way. Like right. It doesn't work like that. You actually have to be born of someone black, have black ancestry in order to be black. There is, it does not go outside of that. Transgender is a whole totally separate issue. It's dealing with something else totally different. It has nothing to do with what your gender is not hereditary. That is, I'm going to just boil it right on down to that. That's you do it. not inherit your gender from your parents. You have a biological sex, most of us, male, female, they're intersex people, whatever. Like, most of us fall into one of those two or three categories. But gender is a wide-ranging construct, and it can be several different things for several different people. And being transgender, just it just has absolutely the fuck nothing to do with thinking that you are actually black. Trans people are not you know I'm not gonna do that I'm not even gonna dignify her with that bullshit like just no bitch the answer is no but then she went on and said that she heard from a lot of black and biracial women who say you know I was constantly told I wasn't black enough and then I finally gave in and decided that I could embrace my black identity or my Latina identity or whatever and I just didn't correct people no more those are people who still have a bio <laughs> a biological as in from their parents or direct ethnic lineage to those identities those are black people black latinas people who live in latin countries therefore they are latina like that is just not you it would be different if you were one of those people and it was oh all my life i had to fight for my black identity and nobody ever took me seriously because i was mixed and light-skinned or whatever like i don't really want to hear about your light-skinned problems but at least there's some legitimacy to that and if you want to go to a jack and jill meeting and hold hands with other pale people and talk about how hard it was for y'all to be you know romanticized and exoticized in our culture then go right ahead but Rachel Dolezal literally has none of that she is the whitest bitch of all time and there is no oh I just felt discriminated against all my life and I just could have never it just wasn't comfortable for me to do something like shun blackness and, and I just could never check white on a form because I just never felt that way and it felt like I would be betraying who I really am that just isn't a thing you don't have have any relation or sense of blackness because you are not fucking black it's not a construct in the way that you can say oh well I was born into this body but my brain is something else that is not that because you don't have a black brain blackness right. <laughs> it just and so when people are like oh well if so that's what I really want to talk about so first of all fuck Rachel Dolezal 
<laughs> for comparing her bullshit to what trans people actually go through. Like there's, and for you to be like, oh, well, the stigma is way worse for transracial people like me. Bitch, Disgusting. you wrote a book and you get to fly around to all these different media outlets talking to everybody but a black woman about your experience as a black woman. Meanwhile, black trans women are popping up dead every two or three weeks. Black girls in D.C. have been missing for months. We have actual issues going on over here, girl. Like we're facing actual problems. And you want to lump yourself in like, oh, well, yeah, back then we didn't like the trans people. But everyone, you know, it's just getting more and more accepting. And maybe one day we'll be accepting of of transracial people also. No, No, sis, we won't. Because transracial is a term we use for people who adopt across racial lines. It is not a word for people who were born white and feel like they should have been black because that is not a fucking thing kiss my ass all of y'all talking about well we should give Rachel the same consideration as no, we, we gave Caitlyn Jenner because wow. if you can be transgender then you can be transracial and it's the same thing what okay. y'all are really saying is that whole transgender thing I either don't understand it or I don't fucking like it and so if I have a chance to diminish it or make it seem like bullshit then I will take that chance and if that means that I am gonna kind of like halfway cape for a white woman that I know is lying I'll do that just to shit on trans people I see right through y'all and I ain't having it like this is just dumb and the fact that she is even allowed the fact that she is even given the legitimacy as a white woman to write about what she thinks the black experience is is just don't let me get within 50 feet of Rachel Dolezal because I promise you I'm slapping every braid right out her scalp like I can't not and do I it I can't wait because I'm tired I of cannot it. not do it I'm tired of saying Ugh, it. fuck everything about her I'm done I hope her book flops buy books written by actual black women do that okay so uh, real quick uh got this last week i told the story about uh my experience on a delta airplane you didn't listen to it you can go back but very quickly what happened was i ordered some tea tea one tea i wanted it was nasty i asked for them to come and get it back i hit the bell or whatever the buzzer thing the light came on they never came back i decided that i would you know leave them alone leave the tea there and just wait for them to come so i could throw it away they never did eventually tea spilled all over me i was upset i asked for them to give me some napkins they did so with an attitude and then they skipped me down the aisle when they came with a bag for me to throw them away i then used the napkins and uh to toss them at the flight attendant lady she was not happy about that i told her that her mother and herself were terrible and then i went home a few days later maybe the following day i got uh this message on instagram Oh God! In my DMs, this is oh gonna be God. very quick. Oh God! Um, it says, "Oh, don't tell me I lost it." Let me check my Instagram DMs. I wonder what's in there. Probably a bunch of. It mess. says, "Hello, I'm the black flight attendant you mentioned in your read." Oh God! Oh God! Sorry if you had any issues on my flight. We only serve black tea, so when someone requests tea, that's all we have to give. When you rang your call button, I couldn't attend. I have to break down the card. It's a safety hazard to leave it unattended. Please don't assault a flight attendant. It's a federal offense and cops would have detained you at the gate had I not yeah. diffused the situation. Thanks for what you do. To that, wow. sir, I say, I don't give a fuck about none of what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't need to hear any of what you're talking about. Everything that you're talking about is pointless to me. 
I said on the show that it was clear you only had black tea. I would assume you only had black tea because you gave me black tea instead of asking if I wanted anything else. <laughs> um, I said that I realized that and I tried to make the best out of it. It was disgusting. Um, I also said that it was very clear when I rang the bell or the buzzer or whatever the fuck you want to call it that you wouldn't come immediately because you were busy. I also said that I saw you pass me with the cart that I figured you would probably have to do some other things with, and I waited. You then passed me two additional times without that cart. <laughs> oh, God. Expose her! Um, and nothing happened. Nobody said anything to me. So I don't give a fuck about uh, flight hazards or safety hazards or any of that other bullshit that you're talking to me about. Also, you shouldn't have diffused the situation. You should have just let whatever happened, homegirl, Taina, whoever, who was pissed, you should have just let her do whatever so the cops could have detained me. Because if I needed to go um, into lockup of three moist napkins that I tossed in the general direction of this flight attendant, I'd be more than happy to. Because I would love to fly free for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> the point of the uh, my issue here is past whatever it is that you think you're talking about. Like this whole, oh, it's a safety hazard. We only serve this. And it's a federal thing. I don't give a fuck about any of that. You're talking like you're like you're really professional and you've done this flight attendant thing for a long time. If you have, I don't need to know any of the shit that comes in the Delta manual. I don't need to have been to a day of training. I can tell you that all you had to do to really diffuse the situation is even if you were busy and you saw that light on, the four or five times that you passed me, you could have took one of those moments to say hey i see you with your light on tad busy get to you as soon as i can i'm not irrational and i'm not unreasonable if i i said i knew you were busy all you had to do was say bitch i see that you need something i'm gonna get to you as soon as i can that's it that's it just letting someone know that you are you see them you acknowledge that they need help you're a little back to that's it just be there that's all you had to do neither of you did either of those things and in fact you both had attitudes with me and that's why your homegirl ate those napkins and i don't feel bad about it at all if i had a chance i would do it again and you was lucky that you weren't there when she did it because you would have ate them napkins too so keep your dms the oh, next no. time that you are on a flight, if you uh, work with her again or work around her again, play this for her. Play the last week's for her so she can hear that I feel like that. Fuck her and you. Thanks for listening. And I'm done. I can't believe she recognized you and still this gave guy, this is a guy. Ass- Oh, the black flight attendant was a a man and the one who got the napkins was a woman or whatever. But bitch, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck about nothing of what you're talking about. The The fact fact of the matter is my tea was right. Like, what are you talking? I said on the show that I realized that you were busy and I was trying to be considerate of that, even though you are hired to help me on a flight that I paid to be on. But past whatever little, you know, things that you read in the fine print and your little booklets and pamphlets and things like that, it all boils down to just common fucking courtesy and saying that I should, you know, hey, I see that you need help. I'll get to you as soon as I can. That's it. That ain't got nothing to do with being a flight attendant. You could have been a flight attendant. You could have worked at a park. You could have worked at a pool. You could have worked at the gym. You could have worked at uh, Applebee's. It don't matter. Just be like, hey, I see you. That's it. You didn't want to do that. And so 
what happened happened and you can fight me so that's it so I'm done that's assault we could have had you arrested and I defused the situation do what you should have you contributed to this situation my nigga and the fact that you all you recognized him and y'all still decided to y'all must have been like let's see if we can get on the read this week because probably and well, here you go. Wish granted. And if I had the chance, like I said, I would have done it again. I feel bad about nothing. I regret nothing. And I took pleasure and glee in throwing those right, napkins at her as well as talking about her mama. So next. I hope That's he's on it. your next flight. I do. I, I hope so as well. I would. If you ever see me again in your life, please come and say something to me about it. Because I don't know what this DM was supposed to be about. Like, you really hit me up like I did something wrong? Please. I don't give a fuck and I don't feel bad about shit. So there you go. That's the read for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and the Facebook. This is the read. Yeah. Um, Our website, this is the read.com. Thank you to everyone who came out to the uh, Furious Thoughts live show here in Los Angeles. I had such a great time with y'all. Y'all were so much fun and so uh, great. I actually really had a blast with this one and some new jokes that I added in there. So I'm excited about that. San Francisco, I'll see Yay! you guys on Friday. And Houston, I'll see you on Saturday. And then I'm back in the freezing cold. And well, hell, by then it ought to be birthday. decent weather. So. I mean, I would hope, but you already know that New York likes to be freezing until June 1st. So Okay. I really thought I was done with these coats, but bitch, today said I don't think so. So well, good on you. Anything on your couple, end? Yeah, I heard from a couple people who went to the show. A couple people um, I saw yesterday and today who were like, oh my God, I saw Kid Fury's show in LA. It was amazing. So shout out to you because you really out here doing a damn thing, I'm friend. I'm proud best. of you. Thank you. Um, Thank you to Jet Magazine and Time Magazine for your write-ups on us and the show and your top 50 greatest podcasts lists and all that. Thank you for all that recognition, so on and so forth. Um, and I don't know. I feel like that's if I do I have announcements. Not really. No, I'm good. Do we have an acronym this week or? Yes. Um, the acronym this week will be. Hmm. Uh, no, I don't have an acronym this week, but I will say keep climbing, um, in the words of, you know, a very fancy place that a company where things fly. I was trying to be keep, witty and it didn't work. Oh, keep, I don't know. I thought it was going to be like a Hezekiah Walker lyric or something. I thought mm. you was about to bust out into a gospel show. No, so like, the point keep is, rising. if you see me on your flight, <laughs> Don't ever in your life. Okay. I don't I don't make it a habit of trying people who serve right. because I could never do it ever in my life. Ever. And that's no shade. I just know that I'm not built for that. And I could right. never handle somebody who's even a fraction of me. That's why I try to be fair. <laughs> but don't get out of pocket with me and don't have an attitude with me. And definitely don't think that you're about to come into my little social media things and check me, girl, because I don't give a Right. Shit. And then turn around and hit me up on Instagram. Like, you, like you were wrong. Then, you you did bitch. not do your job the way you should have. Period. Point blank. You ain't got nobody to be mad at but you. Or she ain't got nobody to be mad at but you. Because you the reason that I was covered in tea and the reason that she had um attitude with me in the first place. But actually, mm. it's her fault for skipping me and she knew that she was doing that. And you lucky that I didn't actually call Delta and let them know what happened so I could have sucked up them good miles. I'm a gold medallion bitch <laughs> myself and I would love nothing more than to be platinum. Expedite my process. But I left it alone. I could have made it a big deal myself. I just, I diffused my own situation. How about uh -uh. that? See you next week.
Take a screenshot of that of that thing though, for real. Oh, I will. <laughs> a federal Take a offense. I wish I would that, have. I would love Instagram. to sit yes. in the pokey over that. I'll do it. So please. Yeah, call Delta and be like, uh, your employees came and found me on social media to talk to me about a flight. I need to be platinum sky medallion bad bitch status. After right now. I had scalding hot tea covering myself over their lack of professionalism. <laughs> Bring it. All right, y'all. See you guys next time. Bye, guys. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm getting married today. I'm also a firefighter and first responder. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I can make it to my ceremony to start the next chapter of my life. When you see flashing lights, remember, they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.